Hello, and welcome to The Real You Podcast. I'm Josh Karam, and with me, as always, is Ted Karam. Hey, guys. This time, we're going to start a little bit differently. We're actually going to kick it off with the story this go-around. So, Ted, take it away. So, we keep returning again and again, I do in my life, to the four fundamentals, to remind myself of the truth. All is one. All is here. All is now. Why? Because all is good. All is God. All is divine presence. Infinite mind. The one light. The one power. The one life. In a previous podcast, we talked about the unity of all things, how all is one. And in this podcast, we're exploring the power of presence to help you stay connected with and inspired by the harmony and the wisdom of the whole of life. It's a bit funny to even talk about being here now, right? Because (laughs) there's really nowhere else we could actually be. No matter where you may find yourself on the planet or what time your watch says, for you, you are always here and it's always now. The challenge is that we are rarely present here and now. Where the magic of life is unfolding, we're usually lost in a story in our head, lamenting over the past or worrying about an unpredictable future, and we miss the peace, the grace, the joy. The omnipresent good that is here right now. We only miss it because we're not here now, where it is. We're not present with what we're doing. We're lost in our minds somewhere else. It seems like we're always lost thinking about this or that, trying to get somewhere in some future time, trying to make something happen. And then finally we can be at peace. We'll be happy. Life will be good. But we don't need to wait for the world to change. We don't need to wait for answers and solutions from without because the greatest source of wisdom, intelligence, creativity, and genius exists within you right here, right now. And when you tap into that, when you come home to that, and you plug into that, you become the answer. You become the solution. So we want to stop waiting, and we want to tune in to the answer here and now. It reminds me of a story I heard years ago. Uh, I liked it so much that I included it in Jumping on Water. It's a story called The Illusion of Time by Roger Stevens. Picture yourself standing on a curb in New York City, watching the traffic go by. The traffic, which is presently before you, is called the present. You can smell it, touch it, see it, hear it, and so on. You can see about a block in each direction, up and down the street. This narrow slice is called the present. The past is the traffic, which has already disappeared down the street, and the traffic which is yet to appear up the street, we call the future. Compared to the past traffic, which has been going on for millennia, and the future traffic, likewise, our little block-wide present doesn't look like much. Suppose further that as you're standing there, you hear a voice which says, In about three minutes, a green truck will come by. You look up the street. You don't see anything. But sure enough, in three or four minutes, a green truck passes by. Amazing, you think. You hear the voice again. And again, you hear a prediction. You might freak out. You might think it's magic. 
You might even set yourself up as a transmedium if you can get the voice to cooperate. In fact, though, it's only someone leaning out of a fourth-story window high up above your head. From his position up there, your cosmic traffic announcer is looking at a present which is much wider than yours. From his higher perspective, his present includes part of what you call the past and the future. And he's reading your future from his present. The higher up the building you go, the more the past and future resolve themselves into the present. Going higher up in the building is raising your consciousness, expanding your awareness, which is the true meaning of elevating your vibration. By the time you've reached the top of the building, you've raised your consciousness to the point where the so-called future and the so-called past have ceased to exist. And there is only the present. There never was anything but the infinite present moment. But from your incredibly limited perspective down on that street corner, you couldn't see much of it. So there appeared to be a past and a future. I just love that story. It reminds me not to wait. It reminds me that time is truly an illusion. It's a byproduct of the perception mechanisms of human consciousness. Another way of looking at this story, and I, again, I love it, is to imagine three round spherical balls just out in front of you. The one on the left is labeled the past, the one on the right is labeled the future, and the one directly in front of you in the center is the present. And the way we normally experience linear time is we move from left to right. But you know now, because we've talked about this before, because you've had experiences of this before, when you become perfectly still here and now in the present moment, a doorway opens within you and your awareness expands into the unlimited universal nature of being. So just like going up the building in the illusion of time story, as your consciousness is raised and as your awareness expands, imagine that center sphere expands out and grows until it consumes completely the past sphere and the, the future sphere and all you're left with is the infinite eternal moment of now. And it's just intellectual until we have the direct experience of it. But when you do, and I know many of you have, you realize that what we call the future is just more of God's today, more of the eternal present moment, the infinite divine presence, where we can tune into, bring forth, and reveal new answers and solutions for ourselves, our families, and our world. Can it be that easy to step out of stress, step out of worry, get beyond anger, frustration, grief, suffering, depression? Can it be so simple as to let everything go, become still, and enter this moment fully? To be here now, the only way to know is to apply it in your life, to see if you can be renewed, revitalized, restored, the miracle of life, to tune into that unity within you and come into such a deep sense of gratitude and appreciation and love for life. So practice living in this moment, being fully present here and now in that state of grace, do everything in a state of grace, everything with loving kindness, even the simplest task, 
even the most boring mundane task and apply some of the things we talked about here today, listening to the silence, tuning in, set a chime, an hourly chime on your phone to remind you to remember. That's it. You already know, but we all need reminders because it's so easy to get lost, so easy to go off into the stories of separation, lack, and limitation and generate fear in ourselves. Allow yourself to have some sacred timeouts during your day, even just for a minute, 30 seconds. Breathe, relax, let go, and remember. Remember to remember the truth that you know in your heart that sets you free. So what happens is we forget. We just forget the, the wisdom and be still and know. What does that mean? That means... Be present, be here now, and know what? Know the truth. Know the I am nature of your own being. Be connected with that higher power. Be unified with that wisdom, with that, with that energy, with that inspiration. And that's where you experience that peace, that love, that well-being that eternally is. It is right now. It is right here. The problem is we're not. We're not where it's at. We're not tuned into it. It's a program, just like a radio signal. It's a, it's a program that's right here, right now, but we don't have ourselves tuned into that harmony, that peace, that love, that inspiration. And so we miss it. So when it's, uh, it goes back to, uh, I think when we were talking on Intermedia with Kung Fu Panda, the, uh, the Ugwe quote where yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today's a gift. That's what they call it, the present. I feel as though there's a there's a question that comes up with people then when we're talking about living now and in the moment where, oh, in, in the past, we learned from our mistakes so we could benefit our future. That's talking about the past and the future, though. If we're truly living in the now, how are we then reflecting on the past but not allowing it to consume us, right? Yes, absolutely. Now, we always learn from our past, from our history, right? And that uh, helps us to guide our actions in the future. But at the same time, when we're only looking that way, we miss another source of wisdom. So that's rational, logical thinking processes based in the systems we find ourselves in on planet Earth here. So that's looking at life only on the level of form, only on the surface level of consciousness as the waves on top of the ocean. So yes, there are laws, there are principles that operate and... You know, we learn from past mistakes. Hopefully we learn, we grow, we do. Th- we take new and different actions to create new and better results. But at the same time, there's another source of intelligence. There's another source of wisdom. And we call it spirit, we call it the divine, we call it God, we call it the universal mind. And that is accessible to us. And when we tune into it, it knows far more than any history here on earth because it is the energy that is creating the universe. It is that one body of water, that one ocean that is expressing in all the waves, in all the forms. So when we take the time to be still, when we cultivate presence here and now, what we're doing is we're tuning into that higher form of wisdom. And it fills us with new ideas, things that are we can't learn from our history. Why? Because we've never been here before. So we need unprecedented ideas. We need new solutions that history has no answer for. So that's when, we, you know, there's a blending that has to go on. We don't want to ignore history. We don't want to ignore the past. We need to learn from it. But at the same time, it only has so much to offer us. And when we can tap into the whole of life, that higher wisdom, then that's when we become the answer. We become the solution. New, innovative, 
creative, inventive, and unprecedented ideas and solutions come to us. So if we're in the now, and that's good because it feels that the past consumes us, definitely. When you think about mistakes you've made, you can't let them go. You just hold on to it forever. Is it, I, I'm going to just take this from a, a lens of not understanding. Is it careless then to live in the now to not think about the future? Because a lot of people always say, well, you got to plan out your future. Or like, oh, you got to know what you're doing five years down the line, 10 years down the line, 15 years down the line. You need a game plan always. If you're living in the now, what does that say to that? Is is it truly careless not to be thinking about, oh, where am I then? And where am I then? And where am I going to be when that happens? It's a great question. So it's both. We all want to experience the fulfillment of our dreams, right? We all have uh, goals and ambitions. We all have things we want to contribute to, things we want to make better, improve, uh, help in this way, help in that way, give of our special talents, gifts, and abilities. So... It's good. It's very important to have an idea of where you want to be, where you want to go. These are those desires that come up. And those desires, where do they come from? We think that our desires are just our own. You know, I want this, I want that, and me as an individual wants these things. But it bubbles up from the subconscious, as we talked about in the past. Our thoughts, we really don't originate thought. There's only one, there's only one being. All is one. We talked about this before. One being, one life, one power, one mind, one universal mind. What we, what we more or less do is we tune into that mind and we receive thought. We are a receiver. It appears as though we're originating it. Like I have a great idea. I have a new idea. But what we're doing is we're tuning into a more holistic, a more universal nature of mind. So the desires that we have they come to us because in one sense, in the infinite field of possibilities, they already exist, right? Infinite divine good exists where? Here, when, now. So infinite possible. this is the quantum model of reality. Infinite possibilities of divine good exist here and now. And the divine in us, the one, wants to see those expressions of a higher truth, of a higher love, of a higher community, of a higher principle expressed through in and as us in the reflection of the mirror form. So the divine has one desire. The desire is to see itself, to come into itself, to know itself and all its creation. And so we share that desire. We want to see, express, and be our true selves. We want to shine as a unique embodiment of the one that we are. So that energy is inspiring us to the fulfillment of these ambitions and our goals now it's very it's it's important to be clear about that to know and to be true to yourself in other words to know what really makes you come alive to what really makes you light up and to realize that the potential for that expression already exists it's not something we need to force to make happen it's something we instead allow to be welcome by tuning into it so these infinite possibilities of divine good already exist, which means what? Your heart's desire already is. That's why you want it. That's why you want what you want. You couldn't possibly want it if it didn't already exist in the world of energy, not reflected yet in the mirror form, but in the field of infinite possibilities that exist here and now. So how do we tune into it? Yes, you want to bring into harmony your outer action and interaction. So the outer action is writing down your goals, getting clear on a vision, 
taking the steps in the physical world of form to bring you closer to that. And at the same time, you take the interaction, you, you harmonize these forces within you. you, take the interaction of feeling it, of knowing it already is, of tuning into it, acting as if it already is, getting beyond yourself. As we talked about in the Be Still and Know program, where you get still, you get present here and now. What is it? What happens? A doorway opens. What happens when the doorway opens? You unify with the whole of life. Now what's going on? The universe is listening to you. It's hearing. It's sensing your vibrations and responding to them, reflecting them back to you in the mirror form. So now you're taking the outer action and at the same time the interaction, all of your forces come together in cooperation and unison to bring about the fulfillment of your desire. But both are so important. We don't, you don't want to be sitting on a couch and just saying, I'm just going to meditate and visualize and create my reality. Is that possible? It is possible on some level, but you've really got to be it. What we're really here to do is be in the game of life, to be playing on the field so that we're taking the outer action and the interaction together. That's the true joy of creating. Yeah, I think that gets hard sometimes. I always think about if I'm just sitting on the couch and thinking good, like something can come from that, having a positive thought, but it's very hard to overcome that feeling when you're naturally doing something. Like if you're playing guitar and writing this great song or if you're running a mile and like you're just at the beginning of getting this brand new quick time, that's easier to get into that vibration. So sitting down and doing nothing, it is possible to create your reality. I think just without that action, right, that makes it harder or... Well, it's about where you're taking the action. You can't just sit down and do nothing. You need to be taking energetic action or physical form action. When you take action in the world of physical form, there's so much you can do. And there's only so much energy you have and it's going to take time to get it all done, right? So there's limited resources you have. When you, when you, that's the beauty of living in the present moment. When you stay connected with the, with the whole of life, with the divine presence here and now, then what happens is, is you begin to take energetic action, towards the fulfillment, the realization of your goals, towards the, the, the solutions and the healing of your life, of the life of your family, of our world. And when we can get present, when we can be here now, a whole nother world of cooperative resources become available to us that we didn't even know about. We're not even aware of it because it, it's not visible. Energy is invisible, right? So we don't realize that we have the ability to actually create change in our lives. So my question is then, uh, there are there are plenty of times I think I speak for everyone on the planet where we're just sitting and doing nothing and the thought arises and it's like, oh, I should be doing this right now or, oh, I shouldn't have done that a couple minutes ago or, oh, in an hour I have to do this. How do we stay in the here and now and feel that good action moving forward, right? How do how am I just sitting in place and thinking about, oh, man, I should be doing this? How do I avoid getting in those states where I'm like, I need to be doing this or I need to be doing that and just feel that good action right here in the moment? It's a great question. And it comes down to being in alignment, both inwardly and outwardly in yourself. So that impulse to take action when it's there, take action. Do the outer things that are that you're inspired to do. That's the energy of the universe moving through you, guiding you, inspiring you 
to bring about the positive changes you wish in your life. At the same time, if there's no outer action that you can take, if there seems like there's nothing you can do at the moment, remember that you always have the power to take the interaction. You always have the ability to change the stories in your mind, change the vibration that you're offering, and that contributes significantly to what you begin to experience and see and project in the world. Now, as you change the energy you're sending out on an energetic level, not you're not doing anything in the world of form, but you're on an energetic level, the vibrations that you send out change. And as you sow, so shall you reap. What, what that does is it allows a new reflection to come back. You start calling to you cooperative elements and energies and people and circumstances and situations that match your vibration. Like attracts like in the world of energy. In the world of form, opposites attract. The North Pole and the South Pole, the positive and negative are drawn together. In the world of energy, likes are drawn together. So as you send out that energy, you call back to you a reflection of that energy, which is a very powerful action to be taken inwardly when it feels like there's nothing you can do without that's great we want this so we want that movement to be flowing through us in and as us as well uh, i was hoping that i could ask you some questions then about kind of being in this moment or not thinking about the future and the past from our listeners here so um uh, the first question i got for you is it's so easy to get pulled into this emergency or that crisis how can i find peace of the present moment with so much chaos all around me that's just that's just our world today, right? I mean, it, it always has been, but more now than ever. There's many different things to do. One right away is you can set, we need reminders. We all need reminders. What do we need reminders for? To remember. Remember what? The truth. Remember to remember. The higher perspective. Those truths that, that are those aha moments that really empower you. That don't allow you to be beaten down and feeling depressed and feeling trapped and hopeless, but that actually lift you up. They raise your vibration. And so one thing you can do is set an alarm on your phone. You may not hear every single one, but an hourly chime, what does it do? It causes you to remember, to pause, to breathe, to check your vibration, to check your state, to take a deep breath, breathe into your belly, be here now, let everything go for a moment and reframe the stories in your mind, especially if you're feeling overwhelmed, nervous, anxious, fearful, if you're afraid, if you're angry, upset, if you're feeling depressed. These emotional states of anxiety, fear, frustration, these negative emotions are not caused by your outer circumstances. Very important to remember. That's the key here. It's not that person. I know it looks like it's that person or it's that situation or it's this uh, circumstance over here. It's not the outer world, the circumstances around you that are causing those negative emotions. It's the stories you're telling yourself in your mind about them. Remember that. Remember to remember that. And whatever you need to do, set those alarms. Wake yourself up to recalibrate your vibration throughout the day. Do the things because even if you... Even if you do your meditation on the, and the bookends, right, in the beginning of the day, in the morning, and at night, it's easy. It's so easy. We all know this, to fall asleep again. So easy to just get wrapped. We watch the news. Something comes on the Internet. We get a call. And we're right back into reactive mode. 
And that's what we want to stay out of. So again, reframe those stories in your mind. Set yourself little reminders. Choose the more empowering stories aligned with a deeper truth. That well-being abounds. That prosperity abounds. If I can only get out of the way, if I only overcome my reactive conditioning and I let that light, my inner light shine forth, then all of a sudden that's the energy that goes out. As I sow, so shall I reap. And that's what comes back to me. So powerful to remember. And we're definitely stuck in a time right now where we're so inside all the time that all we can do is kind of just constantly think about us and all the problems or anything goes wrong. There's nothing else to distract you. It's just that in your life, basically. So I think, as we all know, things usually tend to seem worse to people at night. So our our second question... Oh, it's the worst time of the day. I know, right? Analyze your life or analyze the world. It's yeah. almost <laughs> it's almost like you write up a full report and going to sleep is you just rereading everything you've done in a day and you're like, oh, I messed up there. But uh, our second question uh, directly ties into that. I've been having trouble sleeping lately. What can I do to quiet my mind down and help me fall asleep? It's a great question because so many of us are challenged getting a good night's sleep these days, being able to fall asleep. There's so much on our minds. We're overwhelmed. With such uncertainty about everything, whether it's the health of ourselves or health of a loved one, uh, our financial situation, our jobs, our businesses, we're really in a time of, uh, of overwhelm. And it's so important to avoid analytical, rational thinking, working, studying, reading emails, etc., for at least an hour before going to bed, if not longer. You want to quiet down, settle down, get out of that high-level beta so that it becomes much easier to enter that alpha state and, and start sliding into sleep once you, once you get climb up into bed. It's so important to unplug, shut off your phone, get away from the computer, don't watch the news. You can't be filling yourself with all the stories before you go to bed. You got to come home to this moment here and now. Be with your family, read a book. Do some yoga, some gentle stretching, you know, maybe some deep, slow breathing um, to help wring out any of that nervous energy, that, uh, that tension that's stored in the body before climbing up into bed. Also, meditation. We have a, a meditation program called Experience Stillness. There's dozens and dozens of, of programs out there. Find something that works for you that causes you to just relax, just let go, that, that really allows you to... Um, Change your vibration so that you prepare for, before you get into bed and your head hits the pillow and then it's just buzzing and you're wondering why you can't fall asleep, you prepare to actually get yourself ready to go to sleep. Something I like to do is tuning into the silence. And you can do this anytime, but it's it's really nice to just, you know, it said, go into the closet and close your door. This is metaphorical. Go into the closet and close your, go into the closet and close your door and just shut out the world. Take a sacred time out for yourself. Give yourself permission to commune with the divine within you, to unify with the source of all life, to just let go, to find and touch into that peace beyond all understanding because it's ever present. It's omnipresent. And if you allow yourself to tune into it, it will fill you. And it will revitalize you and it will allow you to be at ease in life. So, you know, a lot of times I like to just at night, just sit still in a chair, not in bed yet or or in bed. And you can just kind of fall asleep naturally because when you're in bed and you meditate or you just quiet your mind, bring your attention fully into this moment. This comes back to here and now how important it is. You just bring your attention here 
right now. And, and your awareness, your thoughts are going to go off into, well, what about tomorrow and all these things I got to do? And, oh, I forgot to do this today. Right? Bring your attention back gently. Bring your attention back here and now to this moment and breathe and feel yourself in your body and relax. Slow down your breathing and it will help you fall asleep. So again, meditation is so important at the bookends of our day. First thing in the morning, last thing at night to help us tune into the whole of life, to help us be inspired by the magic of life, to help us be the answer, be the solution. Because that, that's where all the creativity comes from. It comes from being tuned into the whole, the wisdom of the whole. And then throughout your day, so this is something to do at night, but we'll mention tuning into the silence is also very powerful during the day. Because what happens? Life happens, right? You got to go to work. You have to teach the kids. You have to run the household. And there's a, you know dozens of other things you have to do, and it's overwhelming. So when you're very active and you're very busy, very dynamic, you don't have time, really. Your child needs you right now, or this client needs you, or you have to make dinner, or whatever it is. You always have the ability to tune into and listen to the silence. There's always the sound of silence, like Simon and Garfunkel. The sound of silence is always present. And silence is omnipresent. It's the very essence of everything. Silence is the stillness out of which the wave rises and the wave falls. And so when you can be still, when you can tune into the silence, even during your busy day, even even as you're listening to this right now, even as you're having a conversation on the phone, even as you're working with someone else, you can simultaneously tune into the silence that is present. And when you do, it connects you with the whole. It brings you into that peace. You enter this moment here and now. So use the practice of listening to the silence as a way to stay tuned to the great power within you all day long so that you don't get lost in your thoughts. You don't get lost in reactivity. You don't become overwhelmed. I mean, it's easy to do so, and we all do. We all know how easy it is to fall back into those patterns, to lose ourselves in reactivity. And, we're, and then it's easy. We justify it. We have rational experiences. But what we want to do, what we want to do is really overcome all of that. We want to rise above it. We want to raise our energy. We want to raise our vibration. We want to stay connected and be an instrument of peace, be an instrument of that divine love, that light, that unprecedented wisdom and intelligence. We, we want to be that for ourselves, for our family, and for our world. And so just the simplest things to remind ourselves, you know, how do I, how do I live in the present moment? How do I be here now? we're always here now, as we said earlier. You can't get away from it. Just keep bringing your awareness to what is happening right before you. Remember Master Yoda with Luke? His mind is never where he is he at. Is. What is and he? what is he doing? And yeah, what is, yeah, It's yeah. never on where he is at and what he is doing. Imagine as you go through your day that you do everything in a state of grace. You do everything with loving kindness. You do everything as if it mattered immensely, even if you're just washing the dishes, taking out the trash, making lunch, typing up an email, whatever it is. You do everything with presence, with love. And so you bring your the full awareness of your being, the full attention of yourself to what you're doing. And that's what brings excellence. That's what brings answers and solutions. 
I think I should start singing Hello Darkness, My Old Friend every night. That probably will that probably that could comfort help. me a little yeah. bit more. But it's, The words are wise in that song. We have this, it's funny because we do have this notion at night where we're like, I could solve all my problems right now. So definitely taking the time just throughout the day to be in the now so you don't have that feeling where it's like, what did I do? Throughout the, just always being present. You never have to worry about what you've done or what's going to happen. Yeah, and, the, that, and that's the secret. Yeah. Because because we all go through that. Every human being, we all are the same. And we all go through, and we polarize. We, we polarize in fear. See, fear and love cannot exist in you at the same time. They're mutually exclusive. The vibrations are completely different. And so when we choose peace, when we choose love, when we choose unity, when we choose compassion, understanding, we unify with the source of life. What does that do? It keeps the, the goodness flowing to us, the, the source of all good flowing in our lives. That's why it said, seek first the kingdom and all good will be added unto you. What does that mean? The kingdom is this present moment where divine presence is, where life really is. It's here and now. The problem is we're rarely here and now where it is, where all the good flows to us, reveals itself, vibrates through us and reflects off the mirror of life. So the, the secret is to be here now and we will, we're human beings. This is the human condition. We will react, we will polarize, we will uh, react out of fear. But the sooner you can catch yourself and choose again, choose love, choose unity, you realign yourself with the source of all that is, with the source of all good, with the fulfillment of your heart's true desire because that's what keeps it flowing in your life. That's what keeps you connected to it. As soon as you polarize and there's, an, uh, it's a, there's a me versus you or an us versus them and you strengthen the illusion of separation in you, what do you do? You cut yourself off from the source of all good without even knowing it. You don't even realize it. And it doesn't feel good to you. So, the, so again, it's all about dying unto the past, letting go. Letting go of who we think we are. Yes, we're human beings. We're all frail in that way. But we're also spiritual beings embodying this human experience. And so when we remember that and touch into those truths within us that we know, that resonate, that empower us, that cause us to light up, and we trust in that, that greater force, that higher power within us, then we return back and that flow comes back again. And what happens? Good things find us all on their own. Just be here and now, then. Just be That's here now. That's all it is. That's good. Ram I like Dass that. wrote a book years ago, right? Be here now. It's so cliche, be here now. It's all about, the, but how do you do that practically? You know, what are the little things you can do? It doesn't take much. It's like tuning the radio dial ever so slightly on your radio, right? It's just, it's, you go from static, shh, you know, all the static and the chaos and the uncertainty of life, just a slight retuning of what? Your vibration a slight recalibration of your energy, and then you tune into that music, that harmony, that beautiful music, that certainty, that knowingness. It's, it's a world of difference, but it doesn't take much. And that is where the power of your interaction lies. It's in retuning your vibration, coming into the here and now, connecting with all of life, and knowing thyself. Definitely, and we, we also perfectly I think we summed up the idea that you can there's a lot of ideas where people are just here now but they're still stressing out about the rest of their life they you forget that being here now is not just sitting and doing nothing and thinking about everything happening around you it is just forgetting about everything and just being yes here. when you take a sacred time out to let the world go 
What happens? You get beyond the world. You get beyond the world of form. You get beyond that level of vibration, that level of consciousness. Again, the ancient wisdom, be still and know. Know what? I am, which is the truth of you, which is the real you, which is know thyself. So what happens when you get still, when you're, when you're really present? And again, it doesn't mean that you're not taking action in the world. It just means that you're carrying stillness inside of you. You're that eye of the storm, right? The, so when you be still, when you cultivate presence, when you're here and now, a doorway opens within you and you transcend. You go from that narrow, limited person to your universal nature, your consciousness expands, your awareness is elevated, and now all of a sudden, you are in a different reality. You are experiencing reality beyond the linear models of space and time. So from that perspective, you are already whole. You are already healed. You are already abundant. You already love. You are already all the things that you want. You're complete. You're whole. You're divine. You're part of the one. And so from there, all of a sudden, when you tune in and you tap into that, your vibration changes completely. And what do you do? You then bring that vibration as an individual into this world. You're drip, 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 dripping those water drops all day long, and those vibrations change. Now, what does that do? That affects your family. It affects everyone around you. It affects our world. Why? Because you become an instrument of that peace, an instrument of that light, an instrument of that love amidst the chaos, amidst the reinforcement. What are we seeing right now in our world? A very strong holding on of the illusion of separation. And I versus you and us versus them. Separation, separation. And that's what we do every day. We wake up in the morning, we try and revalidate the illusion of our separate self. And what does it do? It cuts us off from the thing we want most, from the fulfillment of our heart's true desire, from the love, from the joy, from the magic of life from the energy and vitality and health that we want in life. When we polarize in fear, we cut off our light. We cut ourselves off from the source of all goodness and flowing to, through, in, and as us, fulfilling us and flowing over into blessing our families, our friends, our community, and our world. Great. We're going to keep it here and now then. Well, thank you, Ted, for a great conversation. Honestly, I'm feeling right here in the moment right now. I think at first, whenever we set up a recording, it's sometimes like, oh, wait, did we forget to do that? But this whole conversation, I've been feeling pretty here and now right now, which has been great. And uh, you, audience out there, thank you guys for tuning in so much. If you like what you hear, you please feel free to subscribe to The Real You Podcast. We also do a podcast on Thursdays called Intermedia where we talk about films. We've talked about Kung Fu Panda, The Matrix, Inception, and one of our favorites of all time, Avatar The Last Airbender as well, where I feel as though some of the chakra talk kind of got a little influenced in on this podcast. So feel free to subscribe, follow The Real You Podcast. We talked about uh, meditations that Ted does as well. If you're interested in checking those out, you can check them out on the website, therealyou.net, which is T. H-E-R-E-A-L-U dot net. Also, we had a couple questions from our listeners today. If you want to have some questions answered on this podcast, please feel free to go to that website. We have a contact link there. Email us. Let us know what's up. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember, we're not only here for you to tune into our podcast, but we're here to help you tune into the real you. Thank you. This program is copyrighted in 2020 by Christmas Point. Thanks for listening.